Welcome to the Roncast, where entrepreneurs find killer tips, techniques, and tools to start and growth hack any business. Brought to you by one of Canada's favorite business personalities, Ron Davies. Ron Davies. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Ron Davies. Um, <laughs> today, uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the last podcast, actually. Um, I had uh, I had a, a number of messages that were from confused business owners and some that were kind of calling me out. And actually, that's a really good thing to do. Uh, it's genuine. Some people say that uh, only babies and drunks are that direct and honest. But evidently, retail business owners are as well. Um, by the way, I send these podcasts out uh, to my clients uh, and customers and my coaching students. And you know what? If, if you're liking it, I would ask that you do click like and that you share it and that you subscribe because I'm just going to keep sending you the goods and that's all I'm looking for is uh, your response. And the kind of response I got from the last podcast was that a lot of retailers were not really buying into the idea that online reviews affected their offline business so their brick and mortar business whether it's a car dealership you know a beauty salon um, or a retail or service the reality is guys it really really does um, I went through an article did some research and as it turns out <clears throat> the data that I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you today that supports this it's really important that your online presence is taken care of. And I was actually surprised just how important myself, and I'm not too bad in the online space. So as it turns out, bad business reputation is actually a deal breaker for about 90% of online shoppers this Christmas. So this is very, very current data. Um, this isn't stuff that's old. So like good online reputation is without a doubt a critical success factor for your business because your online reputation influences your customers' minds. So what your customers see going on online, the conversations about your business and social media, what they see on Yelp and Google, Google, sorry, Google, Google and Yelp and Facebook and other review sites changes what they think about your business. Um, 90% of online shoppers this Christmas have made the decision not to buy from an offline company because of its bad reputation or its outdated online presence. Now, that's according to research that was done by a company called Trustpilot. And you can Google Trustpilot. It's all one word, just like it sounds. So, like, small business owners struggle to build a large customer base, usually because we don't have a big marketing budget to sway a lot of customers, that and the fact we're local, and most small businesses are local businesses, right? They're not dot-coms. I don't care what you see on Facebook and the ads or on Instagram. 
most small businesses, and by most I mean over 97% of small businesses are offline. It's not these e-commerce guys you see on a beach somewhere. Um, believe me, I know who those guys are, and 95% of that stuff is fabricated anyway. But the real small businesses, the local businesses, um, they can be perceived as unreliable or unfair online, and it makes it very difficult for a small business owner to grow their customer base. You need to have a good online reputation, even if your business has nothing to do with the online world. And that's because consumers now are measuring um, and determining who they're going to buy from by going online first. Now, this doesn't necessarily apply as much to an existing customer because you already have that formula, that no like trust formula with your existing customers. They know you, they know your brand, they know your reputation, but new customers don't. So they're going to these review sites um, and they're deciding whether they want to deal with you. So when a prospect or a customer don't know about you or your business, of course, they try to find information about you. And where do they do that? Well, about 60% of online shoppers uh, perform a search for a company when they're unfamiliar about it. But what's interesting about that is it applies to offline shoppers too. 93% of customers read reviews about offline companies before they buy. It's not like that just for online and offline. 42% of in-store customers conduct online research while they're in the store. So they're in your stereo shop, <clears throat> excuse me, or they're at your... Uh, I don't know, whatever it is you sell, they're in your store and they're on their phone, they're on their device, and they're researching information about you to help them decide whether they should buy from you or not. So do you think a customer might hesitate to place an order with you or buy from you if they find a negative review on the first page of a search result of some kind while they're standing right in your store? Well, as it has turned out, according to Trustpilot, this Christmas... And even 90% of customers who don't buy, it's because of the bad online reputation of an offline company as found in their research. And as it turns out, they don't even stop there. They don't stop by not buying from you if your online reputation is bad. These same customers also tell other customers and friends not to buy from you as well because of the information that they discovered online. So, Let's break it down a little bit by generation. So for baby boomers, baby boomers, this is percentage recommending that others stop buying from a company due to its bad reputation or its old, outdated, and irrelevant online presence. And we'll get into a little bit of that. But first of all, let's talk about how many, as a percentage, will recommend to their friends and family to stop buying from a company due to bad reputation. For baby boomers, it's just under 60%. Baby boomers have the lowest adoption rate of online reviews. Generation X has the next highest. Generation X will tell 67.5% of their friends not to buy because a company has a bad reputation. Millennials, even higher, 73.3%. They will tell their friends and family not to buy from a company because of a bad online reputation. And check this out, Generation Z, so those born after the millennials, 
82.8. So let's round that off. Let's say 83%. So 83% of Generation Z shoppers will tell friends and family and everybody they influence in social media not to buy from a company because it has a bad online reputation or it has outdated presence online. Um, it puts it at about 90.2% of online shoppers opted not to purchase from a customer that had a bad reputation. So, so what can you do about that? Well, having a few negative reviews can cost your business a good number of customers eventually. And you remember from the last podcast about making sure that your retail business is on review sites, we got into that. Um, big companies have the luxury of a large base of loyal customers who have a lot of brand experience with them. They can afford to lose a few customers. But for small business owners, maybe like you, every customer counts, right? So keeping a good online reputation to build trust with customers, even before they're customers, is not a passive tactic. You cannot ignore it. I can't impress this enough. So what can you do to avoid a bad business reputation online? Well, customers lose interest in brands mostly when they find that the brands are silent or secretive or they project um, an outdated online presence. And probably the worst thing is if they delete negative reviews is probably the biggest trust breaker. So you remember in the last podcast I said, you know, you'll get reviews between 3.5 to 4.5 out of 5 are great. But if you happen to get a review that's a 1 or a 1.5 or, you know, a lower review, don't delete them because it shows up. And this, according to stats, this Christmas is the biggest uh, deal breaker for trust. So what are the factors that decrease trust more? Well, obviously, 95% of the loss of trust was around deleted negative customer comments or reviews. Don't do it. Um, about 89% of it was the customer has negative reviews. So you can see here that if you have a negative review, that caused 89% of not buying. And if you deleted a negative review... That caused 95% of not buying. So it's better just to leave the negative review. It's still not great, but it's better than deleting it. Um, the other thing is, if you have a website and it's not secure. So let me explain this a little bit. When you go on your internet browser, on an internet explorer or Chrome or Safari, whatever you use, and you go to a website, in the top left corner where the address shows up in the little window there, if there's no lock... Uh, that's a, called a secure socket layer, that little padlock that shows up. And again, it depends which browser you're using. Um, websites that don't have that secure socket layer, that's, that's about encryption. That protects the customer's privacy, right? The visitor's privacy. So if you have a website that's about, say, your hair salon, funny coming from a bald guy, but if you have a website about your hair salon and you didn't pay the extra $25 this year, to have your host upgrade it to a secure socket layer or SSL. If you call your host, they'll know exactly what we're talking about. You didn't pay that $25. You just had some portion of that 
0.4% that don't buy because they felt their privacy was not being protected. You weren't being responsible about that. So that was that. The next one is if a customer, sorry, if a company has no customer reviews, that was 81% of people whose trust was broken. And 77% of those whose trust was broken to where they didn't buy was because the website or the social media seemed outdated. So you're kind of going silent on them. You're becoming less relevant. So what can you do to build trust? All I've talked about here is the things that make them lose trust, right? Make them lose trust in you. Now we want to talk a little bit about how do you build trust. Well, here's some great ways. You can definitely take a time to claim and complete your profiles on all the third-party business listing sites to build credibility. And in the prior podcast, we said the main ones would be Google, which is now called Google My Business, and Yelp, and Facebook. It takes no time at all for you to set that up. You don't have to fiddle with them once they're done. Um, Proactively monitor your business's reputation. And again, like in the last podcast, you can set up uh, a trigger. So if you get a review, it automatically comes to you in the email and you can respond to it. And keep tabs on your social media accounts, right? You should be posting a little bit of something. It doesn't even have to be every day, but maybe every week. Every couple of weeks, put a picture up. If you change the menu at your restaurant, post it on social media. You know, if you've decorated your shop for Christmas or your, your staff in your clothing store are wearing Christmas hats or elf shoes, whatever it is, you know, post a picture, something that's fun and light and informative and entertaining. If you get criticism um, on one of these review sites, don't delete it and don't reply in a hostile manner and don't get all aloof. The formula that works is to apologize, whether you agree with the review or not, you apologize, you tell the person that you're going to be accountable for it and ask to reach out to them offline, so in person or by phone. That's how you want to reach them. But that's how you respond to the review online. Make sure that if you do have a website that it has a secure socket layer, SSL, ask your host about it. If you're not clear on this, drop me a line through the podcast because you can reach me directly through this podcast. And if you're going to publish content, uh, don't put up you know, what you fed your cat for lunch. I'm sure some people find that interesting. Most do not. Just put up high-quality content that offers value. The key here is to hold yourself out in your local market as a benevolent expert of your niche. You're not saying, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. That's not what it's about. If you've got a shoe store, you're trying to help people buy good shoes. You're trying to help people fit shoes, make their shoes last longer, make them waterproof, whatever whatever shoe people do. I'm not an expert at shoe stores, but you get you get my drift, right? You're trying to offer value by being a benevolent or helpful expert. Um, and don't wait for a negative review surfacing online to start doing your online reputation of your business. You need to start right away. So what I'm saying is like don't don't wait until somebody says, "Hey, you know, Joanne, I I heard you had a bad review about the flower store." Don't wait until then. Start now. Get set up on Google, Facebook, and Yelp. As a small business owner, building a good online reputation should be your goal from day 1, really, because it's an important way to build trust with your customers. And before anybody gets a credit card out to buy from you 
or a interact card or cash for that matter, they have to go through three steps. They have to go through know, like, and trust. So they have to uh, they have to know you exist, which is why you're doing your marketing. They have to like you or like your brand or like your product or your prices. And then they have to trust you. That's when they actually do a transaction. That all starts with something. And in this case, a good online reputation should be a good part of that. If you have any questions about it, uh, please feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to help you with this. Again, I'm your sponsor. Sorry, I'm not your sponsor. I'm your host, Ron Davies. Have a wonderful day, and we'll get back to you soon with more. That's it for this episode of the Roncast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again for killer tips, techniques, and tools to growth hack any business. We hope you've enjoyed the show.